RadioMD. RadioMD.com. It's health delivered daily. Melanie Cole's Health Radio. Hepatitis C is a life-threatening liver disease, and it's the most common form of hepatitis, impacting over 3 million people in the U.S. alone. My guest today is Tom Nealon. He's the CEO of the American Liver Foundation. Welcome to the show, Tom. So tell us a little bit about hepatitis C. What is it? Well, um, first of all, thank you very much for allowing me to be on your show and to talk about this incredibly important topic. Um, Hepatitis C um, is frequently called the silent killer, primarily because it has virtually no symptoms until the disease is very late stage. Actually, the history of hepatitis C is it went under the name non-A, non-B for a long time before researchers and other investigators were able to identify specifically what it was. Well, unfortunately, it was an infection that got into our blood supply back in the 1970s, but went undetected until the early 1990s. So as a result, excuse me, people who had blood transfusions, people who came in contact with contaminated blood um, without realizing that there was that contamination over a long period of time, contracted hepatitis C without knowing it. And since, as I said, it has virtually no symptoms for, in some cases, decades, many people did not realize it for 5, 10, 20 years later, and only at that point in time were they able to pinpoint that they did or had, had a transfusion. Maybe they had had an injection. Maybe they had, you know, exchanged needles in some activity, you know, decades ago without realizing that there was the potential that that was going to cause hepatitis C. Hepatitis C, unfortunately, as it progresses, causes severe damage to the liver, initially in the form of cirrhosis, then liver cancer, and it's really the major reason that liver cancer is the one form of cancer in the United States that continues to grow in numbers, and as a result of both of those, the ultimate, you know, uh, prospect for many people with hepatitis C is they may be looking at a liver transplant as, <clears throat> as the only way to address their condition at that point in time. So is there a cure? Is there treatment options? Is there something to lessen the progression so it doesn't lead to tr- liver transplant needed? And Melanie, that is a wonderful question, and I couldn't have you know asked it better myself. One of our major initiatives currently is a very simple one: get tested, get treated, get cured. So going back to what I said earlier, the Centers for the Disease Control and the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force have both strongly recommended that baby boomers, anyone born between 1945 and 65, should get tested because of what I described earlier, but because hepatitis C can be transmitted not just in terms of coming in direct contact with blood in a way that might have happened through a transfusion, but, you know, pretty benign activities such as reusing personal care items like razors or nail clippers or toothbrushes, or if you got your ears pierced, or maybe even 
a you know during that period of time going to the dentist and the equipment had not been cleaned because nobody understood the risk that hepatitis C might have. So anyone born between 1945 and 65 should go and get tested. The good news is that at, at the present time, most insurers, including Medicare, will pay for a one-time test for a baby boomer because it is that critical to make sure that we identify all the people who have hepatitis C. But if you have any of the other, you know, potential risk factors, which I've identified, you know, a number of them already, you should go and get tested. The good news is there is now a cure that is somewhere between 95 and 98 or 99% successful wow. in, in totally curing. And I make the statement, obviously showing my age somewhat, that in my lifetime, the only time we've been able to do that with a disease that is as widespread as this was with polio. No kidding. Now, wait, before we talk about the cure, people want to know, who who do they go to get tested from? Do they go to their internist? Do they go... Yeah, right. Yeah, they can just go to their primary care physician. It's a very minor test, easy test, not a painful test, nothing involved with that. It's just, you know, taking blood and testing for that. You know, on one level, we might ask why we haven't done that for a long, long time. But as I said, part of this is we're late to focus on a disease that it's estimated that there could be roughly 4 million Americans who have hepatitis C. Roughly 75% of those are baby boomers, and it's probably 80% of those don't know they have it. Wow. So so anybody who's out there in that category, I urge you to go get tested, because the good news is once you get tested now, you can get treated and you can get cured. And so how would you know? I mean, so the treatment goes on, and and then it's cured. There's no more progression. But how would you know? Do you have, is it something you keep getting retested for, or does well, the treatment well, go on for a while, or what happens? Well, I, you know, the, actually the treatment now, the old regimen was something that was somewhat uncertain like that, that was long and tedious and had some very debilitating aspects to it. Now it is a pill. You know, there are a couple different, you know, um, pharmaceuticals who have now come up with either a one or two pill regimen that runs somewhere from eight to 12 weeks of taking a pill each day. And at the end of that, they will test you for some, you know, for a period to confirm that you are cured. But as I said, in virtually all cases, that has been successful. The one issue, and I would be remiss if I didn't bring it up, is that there have been issues around payment for this drug because it is expensive. That was going to be my next question, so you're you're right there. Okay, so tell us about that. Well, the... You know, the treatment is running roughly a dollar a pill, which means roughly, you know, $84,000 for the treatment. Now, I have been as outspoken as anyone could be. I've had a bunch of articles just in the last week in Pittsburgh papers, in Nashville papers, basically calling on insurers and Medicaid to pay for this treatment because the failure to pay for it 
going back to what I just said earlier, only means that people will get sicker, that they will likely, you know, not only have cirrhosis, but, you know, get liver cancer, may need a transplant, all of which will be vastly more expensive and certainly more debilitating to that individual and their family than getting cured now. Now, one of the things that has happened is in many states, there have been initially a number of obstacles put in place where they will require you to be sicker before they will treat you, which is obviously, you know, irrational and unacceptable. Why would we ever say we have a disease? And I should point this out. Hepatitis C is 10 times more infectious than HIV, and more people have died in the United States from HIV over the last 5, 10 years, you know, in the aggregate, which most people are totally unaware of. So, So I mean, it's such great information, Tom, and I'm so sorry we're out of time now, but they can see more about hepatitis C at the liverfoundation.org. That's liverfoundation.org. Get involved. Educate yourself. That's what it's all about. Get tested if you're a baby boomer and learn more about it at liverfoundation.org. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well. (laughs) 